Hello, everyone, and welcome to broadcast number 81 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show that airs bi-weekly on Saturdays at noon, U.S. Central Time, to help you keep up with the ever-evolving world of indie game development, debate about issues in the indie game scene, and to let you into the mind of some of the most interesting people behind the creation of indie games. Today is October 1st. No, it's not. That would be wrong. It is October 22nd. I really need to update that. Uh... 2016, and I'll be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the U.S. West Coast. And I will be your co-host, Ian, co-hosting live from the East Coast of the United States. Ooh, co-hosting live. Dang. You're really, really getting on it today. Mm-hmm, yeah. Nice. Stepped up my game. <laughs> All right, and we are proud to present Ditto. Hey, Hello. So, yeah, yeah Ditto, yeah, yeah. Um, you just released a game, right? Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm Ditto, I just made a game called Goner that released somewhere, what is it, like, a week ago? Mm-hmm. A week ago, I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was the 12th, so 10, 10 days ago? Yeah. Yeah, alright, so... Uh, uh, but yeah, happy to be here. Sweet, fantastic. So, as always, Indie Radio is separated into two chunks, first the news and second the interview. Before we begin the news, we'd like to remind those listening in live... Actually, I need to rewrite this too, because we're not doing the IRC channel anymore. Uh, This is the first broadcast that we are doing on Twitch, which is super exciting, so we'll be doing a different format from now on. This is the first run, so it's going to be a bit janky. But uh, over time, we'll obviously, you know, get this down and, you know, get it into a groove. But uh, if you are, you know, listening to this live, which technically you'd be watching it since it's on Twitch, you can uh, jump in the Twitch chat and ask Ditto questions, suggest topics, uh, link any news articles that um, are relevant that we might have missed, and all that good stuff. But uh, first up in the news, we have uh, Indiecade. So, Indiecade 2016 happened this past, um, yeah, it was just this past weekend. Um, man, this last week has just been, like, this crazy mixture of everything. I, um, I ended up volunteering a little bit at Indiecade, so a lot of my time during the week was spent uh, helping to prepare for the festival, and then my weekend was spent at Indiecade, and my mind's just like, where, what, what is time... Where am I? But there were so many cool games at Indiecade this year, just like every year. Um, but like this year was just phenomenal. Uh, my favorite game this year was called Thread Setting, and it was a game that you play on a stitching machine. So they put down this quilt, <clears throat> and it has this hex grid on it, and each uh, different spot on the grid is worth a different amount of points, and it costs... A- a different amount of energy to get through. In each turn, you have four energy, and you have to get through this grid and try to claim as many tiles as you can. Um, and it's a two-player uh, competitive game. That and the the actual thing is run with an Arduino. And yeah, you just play it on the stitching machine, and it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I I wish I had a a link to put in the the chat. Yeah, so the Indicate Award happens happened, sheesh, and the phenomenal 1979 revolution won the grand prize at Indiecade, which was super exciting. Next up in news, we have Day of the Devs, and Day of the Devs 2016 is happening uh, next month. It is the fourth or fifth year um, it doesn't say on here, uh, but it's happening on November 5th, 2016. It happens in San Francisco every year. Uh, as always, it is free admission, all ages, and it happens at the Midway, which is over on Marin Street. And this year, they're going to be featuring... Geez, how many games is this? I'm I estimating about 30 games here. And this year, they also had user-submitted games, which they've never done before. Other developers were able to submit their own games to the festival and get in, and they had somewhere around like 500 entries, and there's about 35 games here that that passed, uh, including Secret Legend, which I'm super excited to get my hands on. Um, And then there's also music by four different artists, 
So it's just going to be a you know day full of games and music and fun. So if you are out in California, I highly suggest you make it out there on November 5th. And then the last piece of news that we have isn't really indie news, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, I'm sure you both have seen the Nintendo Switch. What are you guys' thoughts about the Nintendo Switch? Um, just so... Can I, uh, can I swear on this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking excited. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We won't stop you. <laughs> my, that's my professional opinion. Your professional opinion, okay. I'm super bleeping excited. Mm. For those that haven't seen it yet, Nintendo's new console, the NX, which is officially called the Switch, is a console mobile hybrid with controllers that the sides slide off of the, the main controller, and then they slide onto a screen that you can take with you anywhere. And it's just... Yeah, that's... It's so use them as controllers by themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can... Uh, so since you have one of those on each side of your screen or controller, depending on what you're already controlling, I guess, like, you can slide them both off and have them as two-player controllers, right? Mm-hmm. Feel like just a D-pad and two buttons on the one, so you can be... Like playing a player. kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this will be the first time... Oh, sorry? No, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting... No, 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 it's it's good. This this is your time to talk. <laughs> but no, like, I think this will be the first time since the PlayStation 1 that a uh, c- console has technically come with two controllers, because they haven't been doing that, you know, the last few generations. They've all been, you know, one controller right out of the box. So that's that's kind of neat that they're just really pushing for, you know, multiplayer games with this console. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still, it's still kind of... Huh? Sorry, go on. Uh, it's still kind of interesting to me that like it also means that we're gonna have a lot more simpler multiplayer games, like at least with the controller. Like what I saw with the uh, Wii U and Wii. Like since the controllers are pretty big, uh, especially with the little TV thing, could you even play multiplayer games with that uh, with multiple TV uh, controllers? What do you call Wii that? Screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, so. Because I mean, the controller itself was so expensive that you couldn't really expect anyone to buy more than one, right? Uh, and it kind of looks like the same thing with this. I'm just a bit afraid that, like, back in the days, you know, when you had like PlayStation or, or Nintendo GameCube or something, like, you always had four controllers or something so that you can play four people. Mm-hmm. And everybody had like a big, everybody had an exact. Uh, an actual controller with like a bunch of buttons and stuff, and it seems like it goes back now, so that you can expect only to have like a D-pad and two two buttons on the side. Uh, it's just going to be a bit. It's going to be interesting to see if it's actually possible to play real games or like more advanced games with with more input than D-pad, jump shoot, or something. Um, and see what the situation is going to be there. Like if. Uh, you you saw those like you have regular controllers as well. It's gonna mm-hmm. see if you can actually plug in a bunch of those to the same console and actually have some good like couch uh, couch multiplayer on a Nintendo. God, I miss my GameCube. <laughs> so <much. laughs> yeah, my um, yeah. yeah my roommate's got a GameCube and we haven't been able to play it yet. Um, I don't know why we haven't, but yeah, you just reminded me. <laughs> I completely forgot we had one. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the GameCube. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so pumped for multiplayer on the Switch. Like everything you just said, like ring true. Um, it sounds like we've been having some audio offsets, so hopefully that's a bit better. I amped up um, Ian and Ditto's voices, so hope that helps. Oh. Thank you for the heads up. As I said, this is our first time on Twitch. Things are going to be a bit bumpy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I should uh, I should say that out loud. Like I tried. I'm actually on a cell phone right now mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not at I'm not at home at the moment, so I can't see the chat. I tried logging into Twitch, but that interrupts my Skype call on my phone. Oh, <laughs> so uh, sorry about that. Like, if there's uh, any important question or something, 
I would have to ask you to read them out to me. <laughs> For sure, yeah, no, we can definitely do that. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've I'm got my eye on the chat. So, do not worry. All right, amping it, up, amping it up even more. Hopefully, nobody's messing with me. Um, so yeah, um, that was all the news that we had for today. Uh, unless anybody else in the chat wants to contribute, otherwise we're going to move on to the interview. So, you just released Goner on October twelfth, which was ten days ago. Hmm. What yeah. is Goner? Um, what, what's your elevator pitch for people who've never heard of the game? Whoa, I I hate elevator pitches. <laughs> well, well, I have uh, a video of the game like playing. It, it so, a, yeah, like it, it is a roguelike uh, platformer game. Like if you ever played uh, Spelunky or Downwell or Nuclear Throne or Binding of Isaac, you you know pretty much where this game is gonna go. Uh, so it's like it's a really tough game. It's super short if you actually beat it, but actually mm-hmm. beating it is difficult. So you're probably gonna take your sweet time to do that. (laughs) And then there's a bunch of different heads, guns, and backpacks that all give you different abilities. Um, And so you can, at the start of each game, you can choose which one you want to take with you and then sort of combine those and the power that they give you to give you, uh, like, a different experience for for every run since you can, like, customize your items to the way you want to play the game. but at the end of the day, you just want to mash through those levels to get a really high score and get in the, in the leaderboards. So it's like a, a, a mix of those, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like a score game, but in the, in the vein of those, um, of these roguelike games. Yeah, for sure. Come out in the recent years, yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. wanna, I really wanna distance myself from, from, from calling it a roguelike though. Like, I call it a platformer with roguelike <laughs> elements. Because people get so angry. <laughs> yeah, roguelike <laughs> is such roguelike. a broad term, too. There's no, like, yeah. correct thing. So, yeah, mm. no, I don't I don't blame you for that. But no, that, that was a good elevator pitch. You said you don't like giving them, but uh, you seem to give them all right. So, like, there's yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, whatever you think of it, you, you have to practice it sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you made Goner from a prototype that you made a while back. Uh, was that just last year, or was that two years ago? Uh, are you talking about heads? Uh, uh, yes, the uh, yeah. the original inspiration so, for the game. Yeah, sort of. Like I, I made a game called Heads. Uh, I think it's three years ago. Wasn't that back? I think it's back in, in 13, 2013. Um, but, like, Heads was basically just a... It was, the, it was the, the first, like, game that I actually released on the, on the internet, actually. But um, when I started making Goner, it was more like a, a spiritual successor or something, to begin with, at least. Like, in, in the beginning, it was based on what Heads was uh, back then. It was like my... I wonder what it would look like if I made heads today compared to then. And then uh, a couple of months into it, like so much just happened around the game that it became it really became its own thing. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a sequel anymore or like a, a uh, anything like that. So it became its own. Like now it's Goner, which is separate separate from from heads. But it it started out at least as like a sequel sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do they do keep like a lot of things. Uh, in common, you have the jumping and the shooting and the mysterious characters giving you advice, uh, <laughs> upgrades and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, I think Hets was the first game of yours that um, that I played. Um, in it was That's inside cool. of the uh, what was the bundle with the five games? Oh yeah, the indie mixtape. Indie mixtape. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that was the first time I stumbled upon your work. Uh, was mm, Hats inside mm. of there, and yeah, um, Gunner definitely does have a lot of similarities to uh, Hats, but it's such a big step up, like in terms of just uh, polish and everything. So that's good to hear. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> yeah, it's got like you know three three years more of uh, experience and like. Five times the the development 
time. So like, <laughs> that's uh, I'm 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 glad that it sort of shows. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So when you sat down and you decided to create Goner, did you have any goals in mind of what? Um, how do I say this? Um, so what did did you think about like? what you wanted to improve and what you... Did you have set goals, so to say? Like, oh, hey, I want to make this, you know, X times longer, or I want to make this, you know, 20 times prettier. Did you have any goals like that going into it, or did it kind of just organically happen and you just um, made it to the yeah. best of your ability? Uh, uh, actually, yeah, it was more, more like an organic... Uh, experience finding this game basically <laughs> like, uh, actually like starting out I was actually working on um, another game called Planeter before Goner mm-hmm. um, and Planeter was a game that I worked on for like almost almost a year but it never it never got anywhere mm-hmm. because like Planeter is, is a uh, peaceful friendly cute game about like figuring out your place in the universe meeting weird aliens and talking to them and like interacting um, and that's cool and, and, and fun and all and I really like there's potential in that game but it's not the type of game that I play myself like I never play games like that like when I play something I play uh, shooty games about explosions and, and, and shooting people in the face you know mm-hmm. so it's like it, it was actually really hard just to make that game because it's uh, I'm like trying to draw inspiration from things that I've never experienced myself, which really didn't lead anywhere. So as a frustrated, angry response to that, I wanted to make something really angry and explodey and <laughs> actiony. Uh, but it turns out that I, I probably took one of the the cute parts from from Planeture with me and and created this like weird mishmash of of cute and sort of not really angry anymore but Mm -hmm. at least like somewhat angry maybe a little (laughs) mopey like mopey feelings and and cute feelings yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's i don't know if that makes sense but Mm -hmm. but it was more like i had a feeling that i wanted to achieve uh more than anything and then like uh martin kvale who made the sound design for for goner yep uh he got on like super early in the in the process like a couple of months into prototyping I was just prototyping, like playing around with it uh, in my free time for a couple of months until Martin jumped on. And from there, it sort of snowballed. It just turned into a bigger, much bigger thing than we both thought. And after a while, like uh, after a couple of months, we just realized that, oh, shit, we like we already worked on this for like half a year now. Whoa. And it's actually going places. That's 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 something like it, <laughs> every day working on the project was more like a shock. To us than plan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, that must have felt great. <laughs> like just yeah, it sort of did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was also like yeah, starting out it was actually not so great. Like I, I um, at the time when I was I was very frustrated about the the planeter thing. Like that that thing was. Um, I've been I've been working on that game for so long and I it didn't lead anywhere and I had so many uh, high hopes for the games myself or for 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 the game and mm-hmm. what it would become but it never became I guess um, and I also sort of became this is a tangent but I, I sort of became homeless uh, and I didn't have a job and I, I had to sleep in an office for a couple of weeks uh, because I didn't have internet in my apartment that I had at home uh, so while developing Goner for the first couple of weeks I sort of lived in the office of Forgotten Key like a, a game Whoa. company in the city I was living in yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's sort of where it where it started. Uh, so like that wasn't great, but then it's sort of like you know you you uh, you can only climb up from there, right? Mm-hmm. So I got I got my shit straight, and then uh, I I kept climbing from there, and now I actually have a really good game to to show for it. Like I'm really proud of it. <laughs> that's great. Hopefully, it sells enough copies where you're not in that situation again. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So what what did you do in the meantime? Did you did you have a uh, day job or um, was it uh, publisher support that um, allowed you to keep on going? Uh, yeah, it was actually publisher uh, support. So like in this um, this was uh, winter, just 
just a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I was like living in that office and 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 sort of finally moved back home. Uh, borrowed my borrowed some some rent money from my dad, uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, around that time, I actually signed with Raw Fury and actually got the uh, got the funding and everything for for creating the game together with them. Uh, and that was also like I had Martin and you were on uh, on the project. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like uh, that's when Raw Fury got on, which was January uh, this year. And since then, it's been smooth sailing. <laughs> and, and no worries, just 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 smooth sailing. Just game dev yeah. and fixing bugs, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Raw Fury. How long have they been around? Um, I I've seen some of their games that they've published, but um, until this, I never noticed that they were a um, a publisher. Oh yeah, no, they're like uh, they're pretty new to the game as a publisher, at least. Like, uh, they. They're like five people, and together between them, they have more experience. Like within just those five people, mm-hmm. they have like more experience in the games industry than what you could find. Like you could bring together a hundred people from from the same uh, industry and not have the the expertise that they had together. Like they're they're a super small, tight knit team uh, wow. that got together like a year ago um, to release Kingdom at the time. Mm-hmm. And that did really well, and then they've just been climbing from there. I guess wow. we're, bo- we're both doing this like climbing thing. I think where where it's just smooth sailing and everything goes really well upwards all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the uh, yeah. page for Kingdom, uh, which I remember finding on TigSource. I don't even know. Oh yeah, three yeah. years ago maybe. Um, and yeah, I always was waiting for it to come out, good. and then it finally did. Uh, it says that it came out October 21st. Which you know was a year ago yesterday, so yeah, I think that's yeah. a good indicator of how how new Raw Fury is. Exactly. But, um, but you've been enjoying working with them. Oh yeah, yeah, I really, yeah, really did. Uh, it's really nice. Like, uh, it's a very personal experience. I guess mm-hmm. it feels more like you know working together with uh, a couple of extra people for the game that you're making more than having a publisher for it. Okay. Uh, so we're very like uh, we're we're very um, what you call that like I don't know uh, friendly with each other. I don't okay. know in a in a in a very like it feels like everybody is on the same team all the time and we just hang out and talk about butt jokes and stuff. <laughs> uh, Did you say butt <laughs> jokes? Uh, or, yeah, or yeah, bug? among other things. Okay. No, uh, uh, yeah, the, okay. the the tush. I I have a friend that's super into bugs, so like my brain was like, did he say butts or did he say bugs? I don't I don't know. Uh-huh. Who knows? I mean, a little bit of both, I guess. Okay. You need you need both to make a good game. Exactly, butts and bugs. <laughs> what what else do you need? Hmm. Sweet. So, you you heard it here first, guys. I want to see butts and bugs on Steam pronto. I want to see butts and bugs. Uh, yeah. Biography, bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put it on my gravestone. <laughs> he was known for the butts and the bugs. <sighs> All right. Okay. So, um, wow. So Goner had this humble beginning that, um, I never even knew about, and I'm guessing quite a few, a few others didn't, um. Wow, oh that's... yeah, no. I'm, 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 uh, I don't think too many people know about that. Like, it, it's one of those things. Like, it's it's really weird being on the internet and everything. You never know really what to uh, talk about. I guess mm-hmm. I get really uncomfortable talking about stuff like that. Like, yeah, uh, I was I was homeless for a bit. Like, yeah, it's, it's very really personal and it, it leaves right? you vulnerable yeah, exactly. in a way. So yeah, yeah. So I guess I'm trying that out today. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, no, it it gives you another dimension, uh, and it definitely helps, you know, with this whole, like, indie rise to, you know, publishing, making games, and, um, you know, the first release, which is always neat. Um, But yeah, I 
I mean, I'm sure everybody out there hopes that you don't ever end up in that situation again. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. So, yeah, likewise, likewise. Go support counter guys. <laughs> uh, so, has the has the launch been pretty smooth so far? Uh, well, sort of. Like, mm-hmm. depends on how you how you mean smooth. Like, everything is uh, moving along nicely. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Like, it's a really weird feeling releasing a game. It's a really great feeling. Like, you've been working on this thing for so long, and all of a sudden you can, like, release it. Like, you release your baby into the world, and you can, like, see people uh, play with it and, yep. and, and have fun with it and also, like, critique it, and you can see, like, where... Uh, where you made something wrong or where you made something right and like what worked and what didn't like it's it's a really um it's a learning experience for me like more than anything i'm happy about all the design i learned about the game just from seeing people play it mm-hmm. and releasing it um and but apart from that like it's uh i'm still working on the game pretty much just like i did a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm working on like daily challenges that we're supposed to release yesterday, actually, but um, I messed up the leaderboards, so we had to Oops. push that up a couple of days more. Yeah, like last minute change, and all of a sudden the leaderboards just stopped working. Poof. So, <laughs> uh, sounds like so yeah, code. We, we actually had to... Huh? I said that sounds like code. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the bugs, and, and not so much the bugs, you know. Uh, so we actually had to push that back a couple of days, but I'm, I'm like working on the dailies right now, and then there's going to be more content for the game, like more uh, heads and backpacks and guns coming mm-hmm. out, like pretty rapidly. So life hasn't really changed apart from more people are actually playing the game now than they were before the game was released, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still I'm still working on it, and it's more like. Uh, it's really cool to to be able to keep on working on something that people are playing because you can have a conversation with people and like uh, see what they like and what they dislike and what you can improve and uh, balancing becomes a completely different thing once you have more people playing your game because you yeah. realize like oh shit this this tiny detail uh, means like the world of a difference to someone that's trying to get a high score in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting to learn. Huh. Yeah, so I I haven't seen anybody else uh, play Goner yet, um, other than a little short video that I watched on on YouTube um, mm. while I was searching for a trailer. Um, but yeah, no, with you saying you know watching others play it, um, I think that's one of my favorite things about games um, is certain games really um, bring out uh, a person's inner character. Um, and I, oh, yeah. I think we brought this up last time too, Ian. Like uh, with with Overcooked uh, and Space Team, um, we had Henry Smith on uh, our last broadcast. Hmm. Um, and yeah, no, we were talking about how you know it it really shows who they are underneath. Um, and I wasn't sure if you've seen that with Goner, like if you can kind of get a sense for you know their their decision making or who they are through watching them play it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe ever, that sounds pretentious. I don't know if I ever took it as far as <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like I don't know if I ever took it as far as uh, like what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. You definitely, you can definitely see like what kind of gamer they are, or like what kind of um, what kind of like explorer they are in in, in some sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Where you can like you know some people are super defensive and some are super offensive. Some uh, explore the mechanics and, like, try to break the game, the first thing they do to, like, see uh, see what goes on if you try to break it. And some <laughs> people are, like, super careful, like, trying to abide by uh, by all the rules that the game set up, trying not to, like, I'm not going to get hurt because that is a bad thing. And they, they try to avoid everything that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in a game with a bunch of, like, roguelike elements like this game has, you're really supposed to die a lot. Like, the probably the the uh, at least if you want to get a high score, like the the quickest way to get good at the game like this is to like die a lot and and not uh, feel bad about it, and then just keep going 
and uh, explore all the possibilities that mm -hmm. the mechanic can give you, I guess. And it's really interesting to see how some people really just pick up on that immediately and how some people don't, right? So yeah. you, you really see how some, some, um, how some people just get it in the first couple of seconds. And that's really cool to see. Uh, you can really see it in their in their in their eyes when they play it. Um, <laughs> really? But I don't know. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can you can see it like from the first time they press a jump button, you can know if they uh, will like the game or not. Wow. Um, yeah, but I don't know if that tells too much about the type of person they are, more than the type of game that they are. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> when you do enter a game, it's it is a you know different world. Um, mm. so. But it's also not really like it, it's not a it's not a pretentious game in that mm -hmm. way. Like it's very it's a very gamey game. You yep. you jump on you jump on enemies and you shoot enemies and you uh, get score. Like it's a very video gamey game. Mm -hmm. I guess if you like, depending on the game you're showing to people and seeing they. Uh, Depending on the game that you show to people and, and watch play, you can probably tell more things about the person playing them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I finally re remembered the... Oh, were you about to say something more? Uh, no, no, sorry. I okay. make noises. <laughs> <laughs> we all make noises. Um, yeah, so I, I just remembered the other game that I was thinking of is uh, Loof Drowsers. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as well as Race the Sun, um, I've been watching my my roommate play both of them because um, I have it for both PS3 and PS Vita, so we sit next to each other um, and we watch each other's playstyles, and that's mm. that's where I really see certain themes emerge. Um, he he's a lot more reckless with with his playstyle than I am, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, I think that's really interesting because. Um, in real life, you know, he's, he's fairly cautious. Um, he, he doesn't like making mistakes, but in games, you know, since there's no real world consequences, it's almost like he wants to push, push himself and see like, oh, hey, how far can I go before I, you know, totally screw up? Hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's those kind of, you know, situations that are really cool. But wow. Um, you said you could see see it from the first time they press press a jump button. I'm going to have to have Jared yeah, play Goner and see if I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. Like, try it out. Try it out. And maybe it's just something like I, I, I've seen so many people play the game now that I... Um, I'm either... like Okay, so there's two, uh, there's two versions of this. Either I have seen enough people play the game that I know how to read uh, if they're going to like it or not. Mm -hmm. Um... Or, or situation two is I've seen enough people play my own game and I've only been thinking about my own game for like a year, so maybe <laughs> I've just become crazy. Yeah, you have this special connection. Um, yeah, exactly. I have this special connection to the... <laughs> that, to, the <laughs> to the jump button. You know? like, my soul is poured into that. Press jump to die. <laughs> Did you see that? I, I just made a... That's our like tagline. Holy shit, I'm like... On marketing, right there. Boom! Fuck. Yeah, because isn't that yeah. on your release trailer? <laughs> yeah. <exactly> yeah. <laughs> Press mm. jump to die. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, quote, so, quote, uh, to quote a fellow uh, game developer, uh, mm -hmm. "What a life! <laughs> what a life!" Yeah. Press jump to die. What a life! <laughs> what what a life! Yeah, yeah. It's... Man. So, <laughs> so um, I I was assuming that press jump to die was the name of the album for the game, uh, with the way that it was presented in the trailer. Is that also true? Mm -hmm. Or is... oh yeah, that's also true. Okay, okay, yeah. I I didn't know it was the slogan for the game, but it's a good one. Press jump to die. I guess yeah. Would you so, agree, like, Ian? Yeah. Did uh, you did you die a lot huh? when you jumped? Uh, no, not really. Like, uh, it's really dumb, actually. Like, for um, so, uh, did you play the game already? Uh, you, yeah, you... I I didn't get a whole lot yeah. of time playing it, but 
No, but uh, so like whenever you die, you have the option to go to death, like visit death or mm-hmm. whatever it says in the game. And yeah. like at some show that we, I think it was Gamescom or something, we were showing the game, and the menu said press jump to die, and <laughs> by by dying, like since you go down and visit death, uh, mm-hmm. my idea was that like you're 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 pressing jump to die to go to death, but no one actually like. People didn't understand what it meant. They were like, "What the fuck? I already died, and now you want me to die again?" Or like, <laughs> "I don't want to press like this. Looks like a bad button. I don't want to press that button." So they just like exit to menu, and like some people exited the the, the game instead of <laughs> instead of restarting it. Like I wanted it. Like, <laughs> it was a mess. But and then um, I think it was Gordon and uh, at, at Raw Fury. He saw that and he was like, "Oh shit." Press jump to die. That sounds super badass. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Super dumb. It's super dumb, Gordon. No, man, it sounds super cool. Like that should be the ta- tagline of the game. <laughs> Press jump to die. It sounds badass. No, Press yeah, okay, jump whatever. to die. <laughs> <laughs> then it, yeah, and then it sort of grew on us all. Just <laughs> ingrained. Yeah. So uh, tell us a bit more about the team. Um, I've read a pretty interesting little story about how you've met certain people on the team. So, oh, yeah. you you want to rehash that? Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, like, making Goner is me, uh, Joar, and Martin. And uh, so I do, like, art programming. Martin Kvalle makes the sound effects and producing some of the game design as well and, like, a bunch of stuff. Uh, and Joar does all that and composing as well. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, like, the reason me and Martin actually know each other, mm-hmm. um, we were both going to a festival in, in Sweden. Like, I live in Sweden. So, yep. um, I was on the train there, and the train ride was, like, three hours or something. Um, and Martin comes from Norway, so it's, like, a ten-hour uh, travel for him Oof. or something like that. That's rough. And Yeah, so the point is that at, on, on his way there... Uh, I was tweeting. I was tweeting like, "Oh shit! It's such a long trip going to going to this festival now," like because I, I was thinking to myself like, "Oh shit! Three hours train. That's that's a long trip." <laughs> and he he mistook me for uh, Daniel Linson, who uh, is Australian. Oh yeah. So he was yeah. So he understood <laughs> it as like, "Oh shit! This Australian guy is coming to Sweden. Holy shit! That's, that's messed up." Cool, Daniel. How are you doing? Like, do you do you want to meet up? Like, I'm actually on my way there too. Like, take care on your long trip. Um, and I was like completely obli- oblivious. I was like, oh shit, this this seems like a, a nice dude. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm a very long trip indeed. Me, see you there. Uh, take care. <laughs> um, and then we actually meet up, and I'm like, oh shit, so you're Martin. Like, we were tweeting. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, wait, who? Who are who are you? <laughs> I'm I'm Dero. Dero? Okay. Nice <laughs> to meet you. And like he didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Uh, but I mean, like, so a couple of uh, beers later, we actually figured out how we actually knew each other, and we both laughed. And then like that was that was eternal friendship from 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 that day on. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, if that happens, you're kind of like. Bound to be friends. And then he he saw a tweet, like, I was tweeting a picture of the goner, and the way the world sort of puts itself together. Mm -hmm. Whenever whenever you're running in goner, like, the the walls sort of crumble together into the level that you're Mm -hmm. running on. And he saw that. And Martin is a, a sound designer. And as a sound designer, one of the one of the most tedious jobs you can do, apparently this is all from his words, uh, the most tedious wor- work you can do is uh, footsteps, uh, yep. because they have to be so they have to be so perfect. Like you're when you're playing a game, you're gonna hear the footsteps throughout the whole game, so you wanna have them like perfect yep. uh, for them to work, and that's really tedious. And he saw Goner realized, I don't have to make some, uh, footstep sounds like <laughs> this game. This game can have the sounds of the walls crumbling together, but you don't need footsteps. I want to work on this. <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of so. He he was being lazy, and that's why he's working on Goner. 
man, this game's going to be so easy. Let me let yeah. me jump on board. Yeah, exactly. And he thought it was like, yeah, let's work on it for a couple of weeks. And Oops. Now it's more than a year later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little more than he bargained for. <laughs> um, All of us. Yeah. But was the... You know, um, one question that I haven't asked. Uh, did you originally plan on releasing on Steam, or did you realize that halfway through the project when it grew to a certain size? No, I mean, I, I, I didn't even plan to release it. I uh, didn't even plan to make a game. I, I just plan to make something angry, and then I was going to be done with it, <laughs> move on with my life. <laughs> and then it just sort of grew into a video game that I had to release, sort of. Uh, so that was never something I actually planned. You had to release it. You were forced. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the game took me hostage and told me exactly what to do. And uh, I just followed along. Did, did it hold you at gunpoint, or did it have a knife? I'm just a puppet, you know, in in the in the big scheme of things, that is video games. They they hold the strings, man. <laughs> you gotta cut, gotta cut loose, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what's the Swedish uh, game scene like? Uh, it's really good. There's a lot of people making games here. Mm-hmm. Um, that festival that I was talking about is called Creative Coast uh, that I was going to. Creative and Coast? Creative Coast, yeah, because it's on the, it's on the coast mm-hmm. uh, in Sweden, and it's creative because they are showing video games and art and music, uh, so it's the Creative Coast Festival, <laughs> and it's really good, and like, it's um, uh, in a super small city that no one really knows about, but in that town, city, whatever, um, you have like 30,000 people, which is not a lot, but you have 11 uh, video game companies at the moment, I think. And I mean, that's quite a lot of video games for so few people. Which also means that it's super tight-knit and everybody knows each other and it's super friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so it's, a really good, like, it's a really good way of um, getting to know a bunch of people that do the same thing as you do. And that's actually where I met the uh, Forgotten Key, who, who's uh, they're making a game called Air right now. Okay. Um, it's actually really fucking cool. Like it's basically Wind Waker, like Zelda Wind Waker, but Ooh. you're a girl turning into a bird instead. Oh whoa! You're like flying between these. You're flying between like floating islands in the sky, and it's so fucking gorgeous. Like you wouldn't even believe. Um, and it was their offices that I crashed in for a couple of days. To wow. tie back to the being homeless story, <laughs> uh, but either way, like uh, this festival was really good, and the city is really good. And I, I lived there and talked a lot to these developers that live there. Um, and there's like a lot of things actually going on, especially like down in the in the south part of mm-hmm. Sweden. I think we have a lot of good incubators and stuff, um, and a lot of good connections with like. Um, with the rest of Scandinavia, basically, like with yeah. Norway and, and Denmark and stuff, uh, Finland to some extent, like we mm-hmm. work together in a lot of ways. And it's really good. It's a really good community up here. Like everybody's friends. Yeah. Uh, did you it's say the nice. game was called Air? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, A- like A E R. A E R. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna see if I can find this. Hopefully, some something. Forgotten Key.se. There we go. Perfect. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to put it in my uh, ever ever growing collection of tabs. <laughs> yes, do it. <laughs> I can hear Ian cringing over there behind his muted microphone. Yes, too many tabs, or because <laughs> <laughs> he never closes any of them ever. <laughs> oh shit! I'm yeah. the guy that gets to about four windows, and I realize that I have a problem. Four windows, yeah. and each window has like sixty-four tabs. It's <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, I'm like, huh, I can't read any of these anymore. I don't even know where anything is. Probably your computer just freezes together because Chrome eats like five thousand gigawatts. Of, of <laughs> yeah, he has sixty-four gigabytes of RAM just so he can go through with it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've only I only have twelve gigs, and I'm surprised I've never ran out of space while hmm. I'm browsing the web. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
The uh, I saw the the name. It's called Game City. Do I dare pronounce this? It's uh, uh Hoof Day. <laughs> oh yeah, Hoof Day. Oh, so close. Say it with me. Hoof Day. Hoof Day. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, you were you were you were studying Swedish, right? Uh, yeah. You, you should know this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. so that's that's why I gave it a gave it a shot. I was like, that looks hard to pronounce. Let's try it. Yeah, yeah, no, that was really really good. Thank you. Huh. Oh yeah. Uh... Uh, yeah. So that's uh, not not the same one. That's another one actually. Oh. Oops. Uh, I'm talking about the. There's an incubator in Karlshamn, and it's mm-hmm. called the Gameport, and that's the one that I was briefly in like mm-hmm. I actually joined them stayed for a couple of months and then I sort of left and just lingered in their close vicinity before moving on mm-hmm. strange situations but yeah uh, but that's in Kalsam which is where uh, Forgotten Key is and everything okay nice mm-hmm. um, we've got a guy in the chat uh, Pixel1 who's saying I'm making games here in Sweden but I've never heard of anybody in my town. Frowny face. So, uh, just ask him where he's at, and maybe you'll yeah. be able to give him a tip on local meetups or something. Yeah. yeah. So, where where exactly in Sweden? Um, I guess relative to Stockholm, because that's that's a location most people know. If if we're talking yeah, about Sweden, yeah. uh, where in relation uh, to that are you? So I live in the wonderfully named city of Westeros, Westeros uh, which is like an hour, uh, an hour to the west from from Stockholm. It's pretty close. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's where I live right now. Mm-hmm. And then Kalsam, that I just, I actually just moved here a couple of months ago uh, from Kalsam, which is like down in the bottom of Sweden, completely. Okay. On the coast. Right on the tip. Um, uh, Pixel One, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, said um, in Uppsala, uh, middle of Swedish. Oh, yeah. Probably a lot of people here, but I've never heard of anybody. Yeah, no, kind of same here. Like, uh, I don't know if there's any games happening in Uppsala. It's kind of the same in Vistros. Like, uh, for a lot of times, you you basically have to go to Stockholm to to get to the if you want to join like meetups and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, Stockholm and, and like the big cities like Stockholm, Gothenburg, uh, and also the incubator cities like Kröbda and Karlshamn are really good for, for meetups if you want to meet up with people. Um, and I think Uppsala is quite close to Stockholm. If I'm not super off, I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot if that's not true. <laughs> but I also have no sense of geography. So. Did, did you say Uppsala is close? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I he said it's about an hour Stockholm. away. So Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Send back his side. Yeah. Stockholm has really good um like Lincoln Park meetups and stuff like that. <laughs> not not in the band. Yep. Uh, just as if um Link I don't know, the yeah, the the name is a dumb pun. <laughs> because Link from Zelda and then they have a meetup in a park, so it's like <laughs> they're they're networking, so they're like linking with each other. So oh, it's no. linking in the park and Linking yeah. Park. Oh, I'm not big into goodness. puns. You're not you're not big into puns? No. no. Then you're on the wrong show, buddy. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh. Uh. But huh, Linking Park. Wow, that's that's really cringeworthy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oops. There we go. We'll play the video again. Yeah, so uh since since you can't see the the stream, um what we've been doing is uh, I forgot to switch it back over. But uh we've been switching between a static page with a gif of Goner like as part of the page, it says your name, and then we we keep playing the the trailer uh, mm. at certain intervals. So people who have been listening have been able to, to see the game. That lets you know since you know you're on your phone. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So cool. what's? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Go on. Go on. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, so what's next for you now that you've finished Goner? Um, I know you're working on, you know, fixing bugs and, you know, post-release stuff, but have you had any time to even, you know, consider what's next? Um, yeah, sort of, kind of. Like, I have, I have ideas, big ideas. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm right now communicating with uh, a friend that is asking if I want food. Uh, but I think she understood that I did. I gave her hand gestures. Um, and I, I actually don't really know what the hand gestures were supposed to mean. Because I didn't really know what to tell her either. So now I think we're both very confused. Um, either way. Um, yeah, so, so, so plans ahead. Like... To begin with, I'm actually just focusing on uh, like more content and stuff for Goner. Like mm-hmm. I'm really not done with that game yet, it seems, and and it it doesn't. I'm basically gonna let the game decide for itself when it's finished, mm-hmm. uh, and right now it it's not. So not I'm, enough I'm people gonna... have pressed jump. Huh? Not enough people have pressed jump. Ayo, maybe, maybe so, maybe so. Maybe it's just the like. I just feel like there's there's definitely a piece missing in the game. Maybe it's just more content, or maybe it's it's just something. But there's something that I want to like fill with more of something else. What so I'm, your, I'm gonna keep. Huh? What are your immediate next plans? Because you said something about I think daily challenges or something like that earlier. Mm, yeah. 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 So what's what's the uh, like specific? Right now, stuff? right now, that's what I'm focusing on the mm-hmm. daily challenges, um, which is I don't know. Like if you if you played one of these other roguelikes, there's like a there's a trend of a playstyle in these roguelikes where you have a new set of levels that you can only play once each day. Uh, and every day you play it, everybody, same, everybody plays the same level, even though like usually you have randomized levels in these games. Um, but every day you have a special level that you can play that is the same on, on every uh, player's computer, I guess. And that's what I'm working on right now. So it's like a, a sort of a separate thing from the, from the rest of the game, where you can have like, a special score challenge for each day. And you want to like, get as many points as possible in that, in that run. So that's what I'm working on right now. Like, it's going to release pretty soon. And then that's going to have to... Um, my plan is to get the dailies out there so that I can see how people interact with them and then sort of update them from there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, um, like, adjust the way you play the dailies depending on how you play the dailies, hmm. if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. And on top of that, like, I'm, I'm just going to keep adding more... Uh, more secrets, more more guns, more heads, more abilities, more enemies, probably. Um, just more everything. More everything. Like the, the game, yeah, the game itself is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. But it could use some more content, right? And I really want to make that content. Because it's, like, it, it's so rewarding to work on this game as well. Because it's so... Um, you can you can try things really quickly and see if they work or not, and if they don't, you can just discard them. Like I have, I have like tens of enemies that that doesn't sound so much when you say it, but I have like <laughs> at least at least ten enemies that I've designed and actually programmed, and I have them working in the game, uh, but then just took them away because they didn't fit into any of the levels or mm-hmm. like the actual game or whatever. And it's just super nice to be able to quickly add things like that and see if it works or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rapid so my, my idea is to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so my idea is just, like, introduce a couple of items every once in a while um, to always keep it fresh, I guess. So, like, mm-hmm. every time you play the game, I want it to feel like there's always something to discover. Huh. Nice. Yeah, um, I can see that. Especially since it's, it's, it's uh, you, know, you know, generated and... Um... You know, a new experience every time. Yeah, exactly. You definitely want it to feel mm. new. Yeah, that's one of the problems that um, I'm having with one of my current games is, like, content. Um, we we thought we were nearing completion, and then we're like, we only have five enemy types. We need more than this if we're going to have an actual campaign. Um, mm. And yeah, so... It's actually, what, like, I'm, 
Yeah. You're you're a programmer too, right? Uh, yes. Like first and foremost, uh, yeah. Both I, Ian I, and I are actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, I, because I we we've spoken about it before, like a while back. Spoken about what exactly? Huh? Oh, you said we spoke about what? Yeah, we, I think we spoke about websites like a long oh, time website. ago. Oh, website! Right, Maybe. we did. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, so like, um, I just know that you're a programmer. I, 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 is it something that programmers have that we really like making systems but not content? <laughs> or, yes. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Huh? Because Maybe. the systems yeah. are a challenge, and the content's like, oh man, we have to actually do work now. <laughs> yeah. Can we just automate so something to build the content? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just something that we do, I guess. Like it's more, it's more challenging and more interesting to create a big system. But once you actually have the system, you almost need someone else to make stuff with it. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so that's yeah. definitely a challenge. It's, I guess it's... that's yeah. That's something we have to overcome. Or maybe we just have to create better uh, generators, you know, like content generators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess maybe the way that, you know, the, the mind sees it is you build this big system and there's no content in it. And you're just like, wow, I spent all this time making this thing that is really awesome. But nobody else is going to think that it's awesome you because it doesn't to show do anything. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pixel, uh, Pixel... Yeah, one uh, is saying that he kind of has that problem too. Yeah, I, am I saying that correctly? It's P I X Z L E, one. So hopefully I'm saying that correctly. But yeah, pixel. Yeah, yeah. It, I I'd imagine it'd be pixel. It's it's an interesting way uh, spelling it. He's uh mm. he or she is saying uh, one of my best things is a maze generator thing, but I have no idea how to put that in. A context. Yeah, that's mm. exactly that. You know, got to make content for it now. <laughs> yeah, you have these like super great randomized caves or, or mazes or whatever, but you have nothing in them. Like, <laughs> it makes it kind of boring to to explore them. Yeah, that actually <laughs> happened to me in school. Um, we we had this project, and our teachers, uh, you know, we we approached him and we're like hey we want to make a proc gen roguelike and he said there's no way you're doing proc gen you don't have enough time so uh, before the next class i made a proc gen <laughs> generator in its entirety pretty much and showed it to him and well he tried to hide being impressed uh the assistant teachers are like whoa uh and he finally let me do it uh but then like we didn't put any content in <laughs> We ended up doing exactly what he was afraid of happening, was he'd spend so much time on the ProcGen engine and not enough time making content. <laughs> Oops. But, yeah. Oh. Are you still there, Ditto? Uh, if, if you can hear me, you're cutting out. Uh, I hear little buzzes, so you might want to reconnect. Let's see here. Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties. Hello. Oh, hey, there you are. Yeah, you were... I I didn't catch anything for the past maybe 30 seconds. I just heard... Oh, huh. Okay. Yeah. Weird. So, were you able to hear me? Freaking out even more. Uh, Yeah, 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 I was. Okay. If you if you hear me if you can hear me then you are I, I heard something about that and then you you hung up on me. Yep, that Dude. sounds about right. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me. I'll just hang up and call him back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that usually fixes most of Skype's technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, so we're running at just over the hour mark. So we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon. So if anybody has any questions for Ditto. Uh, Get them out now, or forever hold your peace, because you know it's yeah, impossible. Because to I'm not available anywhere. Yeah, no, you can't. Like you can't. this is your this is your time to ask me questions, and and after this, I'm 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 gone. Yeah, he's gonna hit forever. the hit the road, take the train. Yeah. 
up to uh, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we all know Norway doesn't have internet. Like, that's that's the thing, right? Um, I see your box glowing. Are you talking? Oh no, we're having lots of technical difficulties. All right. Um, take care, Pixel One. Um, I'm going to. No, I'm the one who can't hear you. Oh, hey, there we go. <laughs> All right. Is this, the, is this the digital gods telling us to, to <laughs> talk to each other, or like what's going on? I don't know. I I said we were going to wrap up digital gods, so just like. Yeah, give, us, exactly. give us a minute. We've give got a question. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so Pixel1 uh, asks, how long have you made games for and uh, what engine is Goner made in? Uh, Goner is made in Unity. Uh, like Unity 5 or whatever is current right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been making games for like 8 years now, I think. I don't know. Like I, I basically started programming eight years ago, and and as soon as I could program, I made it. Uh, I started making, like text-based games, um, and that was about eight years ago. Wow. So wait, was was Hetz also in Unity? Uh, no, Hetz was in a uh, an engine that I wrote myself. Actually, like you, I was in college at the time, mm-hmm. and I thought. You know, when you're 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 in college learning computer science <laughs> and you're among all these like nerds. Yep. Um, and so, among these programmers, the only way to be cool uh, is to program in either just ones and zeros, mm-hmm. um, or you know, like going down on immediately on the hardware. Like this is, I'm I'm, I'm sorry for. Uh, this is completely alienating everybody who <laughs> is not a programmer nerd. But like in college, to be cool, you have to like be as low level as you can because otherwise you 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 just don't get uh, credibility. So I started making my own engine in C, which was about as low as I would go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually made an own, my own engine. Uh, sort of from scratch using a couple of uh, libraries and stuff, and that's what Hetz is made in. Uh, but then immediately when I when I I want to say finished college, but I didn't actually finish it. I just sort of stopped going. Uh, so when I actually stopped <laughs> going to college, I just realized, oh shit, I don't have this pressure of doing everything from scratch. So I could just like use an engine and get stuff done instead of actually. Instead of writing everything myself, mm-hmm. and it was super exhilarating and like I'm, super happy. I'm sure, you learned a lot, uh, though. Oh yeah, 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 for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, you absolutely do. Uh, but there's just such a big difference in like getting stuff done and then like making everything yourself. It's yeah, a be- it's a beautiful thing, and I really admire people that can do that and still get stuff done. But I just <laughs> never did. I never got anything. Uh, where I wanted it to, it was always just compromises and like taking too much time because you want to fix up a system and then you don't have content and we're going back to the same conversation that we had two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, have you heard of... Uh... Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry? That's, that's the long-sighted and ranty answer. Unity and uh, my own engine. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah. Take care, Pixel1. Uh, they said they had to go. Huh. Bye. Um, yeah, no, there's. Uh, <laughs> I probably bring this up every other broadcast now. Um, have you heard of Handmade Hero? No, um, I don't think I have. It's that- it's exactly that. Um, Casey Miratori. Um, he did. <clears throat> he runs Molly Rocket, which is his own little studio, and uh, he's. He's friends with, like, Tommy Ruffinus, Jonathan Blow. He did a little bit of work on The Witness. He's a brilliant programmer, right? And mm-hmm. he's always wanted to do this video series where he teaches you how to make a game from scratch in C using no libraries, you know, anything. And, like, that totally lines up with what you were doing. But he's been streaming it on Twitch um, every night mm-hmm. for an hour for... Um, next month, it'll, it'll been two years, and... Holy shit. Yeah. 
they've just been building this game over time. Uh, you know, an engine. It has so many cools, like uh, the way that he structures it uh, and, you know, uses memory, he's able to do things like um, saving the state of the game and then, you know, playing it and then hitting another button and it just loops that thing over and over again. So you can watch it over and over. But then he also has code hot swap. So every time you compile your code, you can compile it while it's running and it'll update instantaneously in the game. Ah, oh, nice. So, like, yeah. he has all these cool, cool things. So, yeah, if if anybody out there needs needs some refresher on C and wants to get into that, <clears throat> I highly recommend it. I was, I think I got to, like, 50 or something, and then life took over. Like it so, so often does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love mm-hmm. to get back on it, though. But, um... Sounds really cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I always was under the impression that um, you use GameMaker, um, which I, I don't mean in an offensive way. I've been using GameMaker for years. I can <laughs> jump back to it. It's such, a, it's, such a, it's such a touchy uh, subject at this point. Like, mm-hmm. It's so funny to me that from, from, from some, in, in some ways it's almost... Like it sounds uh, like an insult. Like, are you using Game Maker? You know, it, it, Game Maker is fucking awesome. I, yeah. Uh, I never, I never actually used it more than like I, I put a sprite out on the screen once because mm-hmm. I actually like you could get the Game Maker Super Pack or whatever in a humble bundle a couple yep. of months ago or something. So I did, uh, <laughs> and I booted it up, and and then sort of never started mm-hmm. it again. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of people think Goner is made in Game Maker, but yeah. it's, it's not. I thought Hetz Game was made in Game Maker. I wasn't sure what Goner was made on. But... Ah, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Because I, I just assumed that you had taken a step up and like, because it, it does have that extra polish as well. And I was like, maybe he did it in Game Maker, maybe he didn't. But yeah, hmm. I mean, hmm. Game Maker is great though. Like, no dissing anybody. You know, Vlambeer releases all their games with Game Maker, and there are so many great games out there. So. I guess that's why it's such a touchy subject. Like it, it yeah, um, yeah. It's a really good beginner's tool that you can actually make real games mm-hmm. with. Like it's super good. It's you super know what? Good. We did miss a news topic. Um, Yo-Yo Games has been teasing a new Game Maker Studio 2.0. You're still there? <laughs> uh, no? Yes. No. No. Oh. <laughs> Fun. All right. The gods have spoken. <laughs> the gods have Hello. spoken. <laughs> God. Yes. Yeah. No, I was just uh, saying yeah, that we, we did that. miss a news topic. Um, game Maker. There's a new Game Maker Studio possibly coming out, and Yuya Games has been teasing it, and it looks, like, amazing from what they've oh, yeah. teased I think so far. Oh, headlines on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right, so... Um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us, Ditto. Um, if you want to stick around for a minute or two afterwards um, to, to chat a little bit about pictures and website stuff, that'd be sweet. But uh, otherwise, we are going to jump into the credits. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Like, this was really good, really good talk. Really good talk. I'm going to go grab me some, some food now, I think. All right. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening in to broadcast number 81 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is broadcast live with Twitch and recorded using Adosity. If you enjoyed the show and are interested in more, you can visit our archive at IndieFunction.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music. Our next show is next weekend on October 29th with a to-be-announced guest. Thank you again for listening to Indie Radio, and we hope you have a fantastic weekend. <laughs>